Okay. So moving through March, I believe we're going to be talking about moving out of your comfort zone and possibly into team sports, according to Sarah Whalen. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but, before, yeah. but before we get into that, I know that Sandra is moving out of her comfort zone, but just in her coaching, and she's launching something oh, very boy. shortly. What, what are you launching, Sandra? Uh, Tell us a, about it. I have a group program starting April the 9th uh, for six lovely ladies who are ready to break free from dieting and make peace with their plate. So that will be held over Zoom calls, one in a group session with homework after each one. And I have a super awesome, super bonus for spring to help you guys all change your health and get ready for that beautiful summer weather that's coming our way. So on my 90 day one-on-one -on -one program, uh, I'm offering a free 14-day detox with two one-hour calls, one at the beginning and one at the end. So pretty much you've got me for 12 full hours. Right. <clears throat> and um, Sarah, how about you give us a brief introduction to our beta program of Energetically You? Yeah, so Beth and I are also kicking off a group coaching program on April 4th. Uh, it is the beta program, which we will be uh, using to do live coaching, uh, guided meditations, uh, so lots of tips and tricks for for people to use and implement um, weekly homework uh, meeting in Zoom. And, you know, Beth and I are, are into the embraining energetic side of things to really um, finding out what's blocking you from getting deeply connected to yourself and just removing those blocks so that we can get you know, eating put back in order and use it for what it's meant to be used for, which is nourishment and energy and um, just really you know peeling away the layers that'll get us back to that very basic need for sustenance which is what food is intended for so anyway in our beta program we're going to be working with a maximum of 20 people uh, for eight weeks ending the end of may and from there, we'll fine tune and then kick off our actual uh, group coaching program on July 1st or whatever day in that first week of July is. So yeah, we are super excited about this and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so you get Beth and I both involved in the calls doing um, you know, live coaching and demonstrations and everything that you need for support going through our program. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I know, Mike, you are opening your shop. Now, I know it's not diet and exercise, but it's still exciting. So tell us a bit about the Metalworks. Uh, I'm right now I'm building my forge to be able to heat metal to move it, basically. And uh, I'm hoping by the end of the week to be able to make some fire. So we'll, Why, we'll yay! 
<laughs> it's been Talk a bit of welding and planning, and uh, uh, I, th I have all my pieces, so it's just assembly required. That's awesome. Boy, talk yeah. about moving out of our comfort zone. All four of us are doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's excellent. I, 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 I got to say that I, I watched, mostly listened to um, Beth, your uh, um, presentation on embraining. And um, you were right. I'm really kind of interested in digging a little deeper into that now. Yeah. And my... Uh, um, NLP course is going a little slower than I wanted, but I that is really getting interesting. And yeah. I think once I wrap that up, because yeah. uh, what I'm what I'm trying to do too is is put things together to be able to go fully immerse into coaching probably this winter. Yeah. So there, there's, I don't want to just have it with, with food because we all know it goes way deeper than that. Oh yeah. Oh, I, sure. I, I would say that food is the symptom, but we really want to go into the cause. And yeah. so, you know, we start with the food because that's what we can see. It's in the external world. Yep. Um, and, and it just tells us that, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So the way you're doing your food and eating is the way you're doing everything. There's a, uh, a sidebar, Mike. Um, I'm actually running an MBIT coach certification program at the end of May. So if you're interested in that, uh, let me okay. know. Right on. Right on. <laughs> you know, yes, a, uh, absolutely. There's a meme that I, I saw a little while ago and it really rings true. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase here. You know, you can have your diet intact. You can have your supplements in line. You can have your regimen down. But if you can't deal with the crap that's going on in your head, your 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 potential is is not even going to be reached. So mm -hmm. that's that's the angle I really want to look at. Is not just trying to get somebody fit and and change their eating habits. It's it's going to be all around because I, I know what it's done for me. So if I can share that with somebody and have one success, man, it's all been worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really is um, digging deep into what's really going on below the surface. Yep. Um, but we don't touch that if, and as a past chronic dieter, and I, I really did a bunch of journaling on this and, and I know that I started dieting when I was 14 years old. Wow. Wow. And I'm looking at this going, so what was, what was the issue? What was being sad? What wasn't going right? right? Self-esteem. Uh, Self I mean, esteem. who knows? Yeah. Um, comparis comparison to yeah. my sister. Um, my aunt um, being told that my thighs were large. Um, yeah, well, I guess when you ice skate and you work back ride <laughs> and you bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah imagine that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and I know that, you know, I wasn't explained the difference between muscular and fat. Right. And so if you were muscular in your legs at all, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm fat legged. No, you're not. You're fit. Yeah. Um, and And for me now, you know, that is, it's like how, I'm not looking at my BMI, but the question is, how fit am I? How energetic am I? How how lively am I? Am I able to do everything I want to do? Yeah. Yep. You know, um, a friend of mine was like, how fit do you want to be? And I was like, I want to be fit enough to do four days skiing without thinking that my legs are going to fall off. <laughs> and she's like, downhill skiing? And I'm like, yeah. So how many squats do I need to do daily to be fit enough? <laughs> I'm going to say more than 20. I'm gonna say more than 20. Yeah. But but if you ask me how fit do I want to be, that's how fit I want to be. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 about being able to enjoy that level of activity, not because, oh my goodness, I want to be fit. No, but because I want to have fun. Yeah. And knowing it's not gonna come in two weeks. Yeah, you have to work. Absolutely, up. it takes time and it takes yeah. persistence, and it's yeah. tough. But if you can keep that end goal in sight, yeah, I can remember being in Moscow in autumn, and there was all these people on short skis with wheels and poles, and basically they were getting fit for cross country skiing, <laughs> and I was like. Oh my goodness, that is so cool. Because of course, because Moscow is basically so flat in so many areas, they were just getting ready to ski everywhere. You know, it's not for downhill skiing. This is literally for cross-country skiing, you know? Um, and I was like, oh my gosh. But I've never seen that anywhere else. Which is an individual sport. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, okay, okay. One of the things we're talking about today, thank you for mentioning that. We're talking about getting out of our comfort zones. And one of the things that we're gonna talk about today was the difference between individual sports and team sports. And sometimes the fun is to be had in team sports. Now that's not for everybody, but for some of us, it's a lot more fun to not do exercise, but to just go out and play. Now yeah. for me, that would be paintball or something of that nature. Yeah, for me, it would be uh, volleyball or even tennis, um, doubles. Something like that. It's not really a team sport so much, but um, yeah. Cool. How about for, for you, Mike? Um, now, uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my younger days, it was football, track, and hockey. But uh, as as an adult, I don't team sport. <laughs> So if you were to step out of your comfort zone and go participate in a group sport, what would your choice be? 
one that is easily accessible from where you are right now, where you're living, that's within your community? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've tried, I, now this, you know, I've done all this stuff as a kid, you know, basketball, um, I, it just doesn't, uh, I tried tennis to learn it a long time ago. Um, not much. I'm, I'm going to be the what, spoiler. What about something like ultimate Frisbee or um, dodgeball? Or... Dodgeball would be so fun. I would play that. <laughs> I would totally go do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think a little outside the box about what might be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, if there was a dodgeball league, I'd probably check it out. Awesome. Well, let's find one for you. Oh, I know which one was the funniest I saw of team sports. Muggle Quidditch. Oh, I would so play that. I would too. I oh would sign God. up for Muggle Quidditch. Yeah. Yeah. I would try just about any team sport that I thought I could do, many of which I could not do at this point, but I, I really love team sports. And, you know, my, my son is an athlete, so I've been in and around stadiums and arenas and basketball courts uh, for decades. So, um, you know, I love it. I love team sports. I love the camaraderie. Cool. <clears throat> What about you, Sandra? Um, she you? was sitting there quietly in the corner, hoping nobody was going to ask. In my younger days, we did a lot of um, volleyball down at the beach. Uh, uh, actually, not really a beach along the river, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and curling, we did a lot of lot of curling, and during the summer, we did baseball. Curling is another thing I would it, love to do. So oh, I would go back yeah. if I could. Maybe at some point. Yeah. I would love to go back into curling. I loved it. I know in New Zealand in summertime, you know, you go to a barbecue or a park or whatever, and the game of the day is always cricket because you just have one person batting and everybody else is fielding. Um, and then it's, it's, it isn't a team sport. It's, I mean, you can have two teams, but it's not necessarily a team sport. You can have one person batting and everybody else fielding. Um, and sorry, I've got a five-year-old, just a minute. <laughs> That's another one. I've, I've never uh, been around cricket, but I think no. that one would be really fun to try too. Yeah. Horseshoes. Yeah. <clears throat> Looks interesting. <laughs> We could always go do sports fishing, which is a team. If, if we really did salmon fishing. No, I would do, I would do fishing. that. I would try fly fishing, which is an individual sport, but I think that would be fun as long as I didn't have to touch any bait or catch any fish. Nice. <laughs> I would just Everything like go, go fly fishing with sinkers or something rather than... <laughs> <laughs> Because I wouldn't want to hurt a fish or catch one or touch one or anything like that. So 
<laughs> well, the fly sits on top of the, on the water, so you don't need to bait it really. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to have a hook on it though either. I just would need a little oh. bit of weight just to get it out there. But, uh, oh, we could, we could fix that. Yeah. You'd have to cast, cast blanks. Yep. I could do that. I would love it because that's the part of it that I would love is just that, that rhythmic motion and the serenity of being out there in the river and the, all of that I would absolutely love. I just wouldn't want to catch a fish. Oh, I don't have a problem with catching and throwing back. I understand that might be slightly painful for the fish. I don't really have a problem with that. Sorry. Me <laughs> too, I still love you, though. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really have a problem with taking it home and eating it either, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and I am one to go out at three o'clock in the morning to go fishing and with, with the right company, with the right company, yeah. I would sit in the boat with you and just be quiet yeah. to yeah, enjoy your absolutely. company. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I think that is the beauty of it. It is just literally that, that time of silence. But, you know, you could actually do it without the fishing. <laughs> you could. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how about, how about golf? Or is that just a good way to ruin a nice walk? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> actually, it's actually really nice. It's, it's really good because when you get out on that course and I don't golf anymore since the shoulder injury but when uh -huh. you get out on the course you forget about everything else because your focus is on sure the white ball that's beautiful that's beautiful. getting it through right and and follow through on 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 each one yeah okay yep. so a couple yeah. of years ago there was an introduction um I think kind of around the country, but my son and I went and played foot golf and you actually go on a golf course, but you kick a soccer ball and then the hole is like this big. You kick the ball into the hole. Way more fun than regular golf. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, there I can are, imagine that. Yeah, there are foot golf I can courses imagine that. all around. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. 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 And I think the beautiful thing about golf is that it's kind of a leisurely walk. Yeah, I mean, or it might be somewhat brisk, but it's not, you know, um, and you are playing three or four together. So there's that conversation, that camaraderie, um, that social part of it, as well as getting a really good walk. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so any other ideas of how do you how do you get out of your comfort zone? Now I know I've done parachuting, I've done scuba diving, um, I've done rappelling. I am not one for rock climbing. I am scared of heights, and I know that two of the three things I just mentioned doing do not sound like I'm scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say that on my way up in the airplane the first time, my, my 
instructions to the instructor were if i freeze in the door you just kick my ass out <laughs> i have not done all this training and all this work to stay in the plane nice um yeah and i will say when that parachute opens and you know that you're totally safe as long as you don't land in a tree. Um, but you know, when you're actually with parachute open, you feel like you can fly. There's no sound other than the wind flapping in that sail above you. And you could go anywhere. It is the <clears throat> most sense of freedom I've ever had in my life, except for snorkeling. Snorkeling is that exact same sense of freedom because one, you're not dependent on equipment, so you're not worried about time. Yeah, sure. Well, at least not in the tropics because you're not ever going to get hypothermia. You do have to worry about the sunburn on your back, <laughs> but there's there you can you can just get lost in the present moment and exploring. Yeah, I love snorkeling. Um, yeah, there is a team. Um, Board that I would try I and so. it, it's it's the guys in the squirrel suits I would do that too I, I would, think I would do just about anything I would try it <laughs> I have looked I've always looked at that and thought how where do I do that how do I sign up yeah for that? yeah a little, little tough yeah. in you know north and south Dakota but was if there's a whale there's a way right yeah. yeah yeah no i mean and and i think you know this whole thing of moving through march at least for a lot of people um has been about getting out of that comfort zone you know just just try something slightly new it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to commit to i am going to build such and such a body it's just do just that little bit more than what you're regularly used to doing. Yeah. I have been loving this challenge. And, you know, I know that I've gone out and done more walks and more movement than I would have if we didn't have the challenge going on. Uh, yeah. But it just, it makes me so happy to be doing it. And just to be, you know, really challenging my body and the, the sort well, it's of- What's a celebration of what you can do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys saw my lame sit-ups the other day. Well, I did. Yeah, well, actually, it's really funny because the thing is that afterwards, I mean, I had done sit-ups in the morning when Steve did his. I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Steve already did his, so I got to do those. So I did 10 in the morning. And then when you did 15, I was like, oh, man. So I got to do 15 more. So I got down and I did 15 more. And I was like, you know, you really, you just did 25 sit-ups without really feeling them and the next day I didn't really feel them and I haven't done sit-ups in months and I was like you sad excuse of a body <laughs> because if you can do 25 sit-ups without really feeling them you could probably do 50 sit-ups and you know kind of feel them and the next day you might feel them you know I didn't see any videos Beth so um it didn't happen <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Okay, so I gotta go back into 
Irish and you want 25 sit-ups. Okay. Awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> Eat my own words. <laughs> oh, live up to your own. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, I just think it's been so much fun. Just in, you know, seeing everybody else get involved and just sharing their comments and pictures and videos. Um, just, you know. Yeah, and even seeing like Marianne saying, you know, it's been two weeks of dancing every day. And I was like, cool, you know, you know, it's just, it's, you know, she was like, I'm up to six songs. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of dancing. That's almost 30 minutes, you know, I mean, you know, six songs of dancing, that that's a lot of dancing, you know, and it doesn't matter what kind of dancing you're doing. Even if you're just dancing around your living room, that's a, that's a lot of movement. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so yeah. keep showing those videos and those pictures. Otherwise, it didn't happen. All right. <laughs> oh, well, I can't show my visualization when I'm sitting quiet and visualizing. Actually, you can. That would be a fabulous video. Like, explain it. Actually, you before. should do it you of that yeah. absolutely sandra we want you to be sitting there visualizing yourself <laughs> doing the sit-ups and telling us how they feel <laughs> oh, oh ow <laughs> yeah. we, we wouldn't get very many physically done <laughs> you are making progress in in your mission to um, get fit using visualization which is fascinating actually the what i really worked on is the strength in the shoulder and and visualizing it not have any pain yeah and and i did a little bit of work this weekend and it wasn't too bad, actually. I I got through it, and it was. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. You did all the kitchen tiling work. Yeah. Fifty-five square feet of tiling that you put up. Yep. I would invite you to share a video um, with our nourish members because I'm sure there are some people who could really benefit from just the idea behind visualizing yeah. your healing or visualizing whatever it is. The, the strengthening of that muscle or that yeah. leg, you know, I mean, like when you see um, Stuart Foster's video, you know, the interview I did with him um, about his recovery after his, it wasn't um, thrombosis, but basically it was, it was up in his, up in his arm. Um, but basically it was an aneurysm and he you know he was just completely he's like some people from that are dead within a year and others have full recovery i'm somewhere in the middle of that um but two years ago he couldn't walk to the corner he's now signed up for a half marathon that's fantastic wow. yeah and he's done a lot of visualization work in getting to where he is. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. Well, we are over time as always. <laughs> um, if you want to find us, 
find us in the group Nourish, um, or obviously on our page, Nourish to Flourish. Um, and if you want to join in our eight-week program, then you need to sign up because we've only got 20 spots. Yeah, and, and if you want to get 11 participants already, so it's filling right. up. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to get into Sandra's program, then you need to get in touch with Sandra about getting into her program and signing up for that. So thank you guys so much. Um, and continue moving through March. You know, don't think you have to do a whole lot of exercise, but definitely moving outside of your comfort zone. So thank you guys and see you all next week. I'll see you in your video.